Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a happy Easter. Or Passover. Or Passover. Yes, that was earlier last week. By the time you guys hear this, I think Passover was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And then Easter was Easter Sunday, the 12th. And this dropped on the 14th, but you could be listening to this at any point in time, which would be awesome. How was your Easter? Did you get to dye any eggs or do anything? I did not dye eggs because I don't eat eggs. Mm. So, but do, <laughs> and, and also, do people eat their dyed eggs though? Yeah. As a kid, we would like create cartons of them and you're eating them for like weeks. You didn't do that? No, I don't think we ate them. Like, or maybe not right away. You got rid of them? Because, like, they're still I think good. we, like, hid them. Like, we didn't do, like, cartons and cartons. We'd do, like, one or two each. Like, we wouldn't, like... Oh. Well, like, do, like my grandma would get the big cartons from Costco. Mm-mm-mm. And then, yeah. And then you just mm-hmm. dye all of them? Oh, okay. But then, like, we would split them between, like, my aunt and uncle and us and my grandparents. Yeah, So, yeah, like, yeah. everyone has hard-boiled eggs for, like, weeks. Oh, which... yeah, no. We definitely didn't do it like that. <laughs> That's fun, <laughs> though. We like, would hide them. But then they, yeah, yeah. like, whatever. Anyway. But, no. yeah, no. You bring them to school, and they're, like, you've got a blue egg or a pink egg. And then the egg is, like, Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Died. Oh, yeah. That's... But, no, so I didn't dye them, but I did make um, little Easter baskets for Liam and Jeremy. Oh, fun. for them. Oh, that. How, that how was Blair's fun. Easter? Good. We were able to. It was uh, a bit cloudy. It, the last week has been rainy in California. I know, so sad. It never rains here. We're a desert. We have great <laughs> weather, but it was kind of a bummer. So we just tried to make the best of it. But she had a lot of fun. I think she was more interactive this year, obviously, than last year. And I think she had a good time. We have pictures. It'll be fine. Like, it's not a big deal. But really happy that you guys get to join us today because we have. A friend of ours that is on. Marlis, do you want to introduce yourself and say hello to everyone? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Marlis Woods. I'm the owner of a company called Get In Tune Music Therapy, and I'm totally happy and excited to be here. Yay. So, so, so happy to have you. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Like I feel like we've been needing to have you on for a while, and we're finally here. <laughs> I think just the area, you know, when people hear music therapy, I think it conjures up obviously music and they're just like, okay, so you just like play instruments with kids. Like they don't really understand the therapy behind it. So before we kind of get into that, I just want to know like what kind of drew you to music therapy? So I was a musician. I wanted to be a famous singer and, you know, just live the life. And then in college, I was realizing, like, there's a lot of good people. People are really good at singing. Like, maybe I should have a backup. And I had a friend (laughs) I was telling this to, telling her I didn't want to be a teacher. That wasn't my thing. And she was like, I'm a music therapist. And I was like, is this a joke? (laughs) Yeah. Is this real? Right. And she was like, no. I'm like, we've been in the same class for a year. I did not know this existed. And so I looked into it. And I had always said if I didn't do music, I would have done psychology. So it was absolutely perfect. It fit me to the T. So that's how I found out about it. It was completely by accident. 
didn't think it was real at first and have sometimes that's how the best like happen you fall into it and then realize this is exactly what i am supposed to do but yeah when it can combine things you love and things you're good at that's how you build passion for something and you especially have so much passion for this that like i think when the kids work with you it's just that's a big part of it too it's not just your abilities but who you are as a person too which is important yeah I definitely live and breathe what I teach and the teens and adults that I work with can like, they often say like, you know, I can tell you're really genuine about this. Like you actually do this. You live and breathe it. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I do. (laughs) So it's been awesome. So what is music therapy for somebody that like has no idea or for like a parent that's kind of has found you through a referral? What what's the spiel, if you will, that you kind of give people? Yeah. The way I like to explain it is we use, we are a professional board. Like we have to take, we go to undergraduate or graduate degree for it, take a test, do an internship, everything. So you have a board certified music therapist who uses music as a tool to work on whatever your goals are. So whether it's a kid with special needs that's working on socialization or fine gross motor, we use music in some way to help get them to that goal that they have. Or whether my specialty is working with emotional expression and so socialization as well. So it's using music to help us learn how to express ourselves, learn how to identify what we're feeling, learn how to be in a room full of people and be embarrassed at times. Mm -hmm. So things like that. Do you find that for people that are suffering, like the social emotional aspects, that one-to-one you're able to connect with them better? Or is it more so along the lines of like the music is actually what's like making the connections? I would say the music closely followed by the person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've met like three music therapists and they all, obviously you're one of them, just like you could just gravitate towards them. So I just wondered if that was just something that just all of them have. Obviously, that's all my experience, right? Or if it was, yeah, if the music kind of draws the person in, that's kind of like the buy-in, right? Yeah. Is the music. And then the different ways that we can, I'm sure, produce music. So like, what are some of the music things that you use? Are you using like Spotify or radio, like actually making music drums? Like, why don't you explain a little bit about that? Yes, all of the above. So as a music therapist, you're a trained musician in guitar and singing and piano. So if Mm. you can sound good and replicate the song, then we will do it live. That's always our first choice because we can change it up, slow it down. Mm -hmm. We can read the person and and work the music to that person Mm -hmm. when it's live. But there are also times when it's more appropriate to use the recording of the music to give the like full effect, the full emotional effect of it. So at times we'll use a recording. We also bring in drums, we bring in different instruments. So sometimes they're actively making the music themselves. Sometimes they're receptively just listening to it. And sometimes they're writing the lyrics. And so there's maybe just music playing in the background. So it's all avenues that you can use music, we bring it in. So I know I've gotten this question before from parents when I've kind of mentioned music therapy and they always ask like, well, my child doesn't have any musical abilities or they haven't been trained in any musical instruments. So that's not a requirement for doing music therapy, right? 
Not at all. I love making the joke that everything I do is non-musician proof. So <laughs> as long as you can, like when I bring the drums, my joke is as long as you can hit things or shake things, which we've all done at some point in our life, you can play on this instrument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, like not everyone is musically inclined, but just about everybody can find meaning in music, whether it's just the way they feel from hearing the beat or the melodies or the actual lyrics that they hear. You know, most people listen to music while they drive or while they run or exercise while they work. And it either can calm them, it can pump them up right at the gym. We get pumped up by listening to certain music. So I think if kids and parents kind of think of it that way, that it can bring in so much more to us than, I guess, just normal everyday life. Exactly. Yeah, there's no requirement to have ever even touched or even listened to a song before in your life or played an instrument to be in our sessions, which is pretty cool. And you would consider like this kind of like an alternative to like traditional therapy, right? So like kids that may not have a buy-in or be doing well in traditional like talk therapy, you found that those kinds of students are able to open up more in a different way. Do you think it's like because they don't really realize it's therapy because it may be a little bit more fun or they're maybe outside of their norm and box? I think it's the connection to music. So what I like to say is that our groups help take talk therapy further and even faster. So our groups or sessions are often focused on how do I identify what I'm feeling and then how do I express it to someone. So for those kids that and adults that have trouble, like even knowing what's going on inside, so then how am I going to talk to you about it in therapy? Like, I don't even know. It helps them to do that now after they've had sessions with us. But then just that initial buy-in, like if I come into you and you're struggling with your parents and I'm like, hey, talk to me about your parents. I don't know you. I'm not going to talk to you. But yeah. if I can play a song that is talking about struggling in, an emo in a relationship with someone and say like, hey, what line do you like in this song? Right? Mm -hmm. It's not about me. They're not talking to me. I can mm -hmm. now speak fluidly about what's going on. So it's definitely that buy-in and a little bit of that trickery that they don't really know, like, oh, mm -hmm. they're really listening to what I'm saying. And then as well as just that connection of like, oh, now we're instantly connected. And like, I don't mind opening up to you because I think that you get it is a lot of what our sessions bring out for people. Which is a huge part of like just working with kids in general is gaining that rapport, right? Where the kid yeah. trusts you, feel comfortable with you. That's like the first step. You can't really get anywhere with anything, with teaching or therapy without getting that first. Right. Yeah. I love when I go to sites that I work at, I love coming in and they're like, they're horrible today. And then they're like angels for me. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> well, I can imagine that when they work with you, it's definitely fun whether or not they are going to admit it or not. <laughs> yeah. And so you had said something at the beginning where you just like eat, sleep, live in this world and that was actually one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on because you're starting a new initiative through your company right mm -hmm. what is that yeah so my background a little bit about my background i've worked in addiction sites for the last eight years with teens and adults and being in there i realized that you know the things we're working on in these sessions like I struggle with this on a daily basis. My mom, my sister, my dad, my friends, like we all struggle with this idea of 
opening up and expressing ourselves in healthy ways or, or in ways that will even like get us somewhere. Right. And so I started thinking about making these sessions just accessible to everyone in an online format that I can do at home in my own time. And so that's how this came about. So we've created this online program that helps you to get in tune with yourself and with others using music. And uh, that's why I'm here to share you guys, share with you more about this. And so each program is like how long? Or is it like one program and then with like little mini installments or how'd you set it up? Yeah. So they're generally like set to be about an hour. Okay. But you can start and stop it at any time. That's the cool thing. Like for parents right now that like, or just in general, that don't have time to go to see a therapist or go to an appointment or go to do self-care for five minutes, they can do just a chunk of the session and look at like, oh, let's listen to this song and let me think about how I feel about it yeah. and then leave and then come back to it. So it's something that could be done. So it's a 12 session program. So you can do that as fast or as slow as you want. Oh, that's very cool. Where can parents or anybody find this? Right now, just through emailing me, we okay. haven't set it up on like a super accessible platform yet. We haven't gotten to that point. But so right now through emailing me and then I send it to you through Google Docs on a password protected. And so once you have it, it's all yours. No one else can see it. We will eventually be transitioning to a real platform, but that's where we're at. That's right real. What are you talking about? That's yeah, a great no, way. It's definitely real. Yeah. That, well, I guess fancy is the word I should say. <laughs> well, you know what? All that's important later. is if, you know, these kids and these families are able to access it. That's what's important. And, you know, I think they are. So, yeah. And that's what I love about it. It's something that, again, you can do just by yourself or you can do as a family or you can do just have your kids just doing it. I would suggest doing it with your kids so you know, like, what they're going through and what they're doing. But that's it's accessible to everyone. And that was, like, my hope. It's like, okay, I can't just help or save everyone. You're taught that very early on as a therapist. <laughs> I'm sure as a lawyer, too. And so, but if there's something online that people can access, and then if they want more from it, right, if they would like to set up individual sessions right. with me or the music therapists that work with me, they can, but if they also just want something, again, that's easily accessible that I can do in just the five minutes I have, or my kid can do for five minutes because they're bored at home right now, or they're bored on the weekend, right? They can just simply do this for five, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, as long as they want. Yeah, well, and sometimes even, I mean, not even just, you know, right now with times we're dealing with, but also in the future, I mean, you think about families who have, like, we have clients that have like, so many different appointments throughout the week, from mm -hmm. school to all the therapies to soccer practice to this or that. And if you have multiple kids, you have multiples. And to have to drive to another thing, to have to get ready for another thing, it takes up a lot of time. I mean, one thing we're realizing, even with going to IEP meetings, like having things virtual right now has been a real time saver in that sense. So I think in the grand scheme of things and being able to have a family when they're thinking about, well, do I have time to incorporate something new into our schedule, into our routine? It's like, well, yeah, you're not having to deal with getting them dressed and getting snacks for the road and getting on the road and, you know, whatnot. It's set it up. It's that easy, which is great because I think, you know, with technology, we should use it in good beneficial ways like that to help people. <laughs> Right. And kids these days love being on the phone, right? Or yeah. being on the pad. And so this is a way that you can know 
what are they doing and is it healthy what they're looking at what they're listening to yeah so that's another cool aspect of it is it's it is like i said before easily accessible and appropriate and healthy because also if you have a teenager right there's some music they're listening to right now that you're like yeah but why (laughs) you know and so teaching them how this hopefully will teach them how to understand why do I choose that type of music and is it appropriate at all times right one of the biggest things these sessions teach people to do is to actively use music in our life so oftentimes we take it as far as oh this song it expresses exactly what I feel and I listen to it over and over and over again and if I'm healthy I move past it I eventually move past this song but if I'm not healthy I might get stuck in there. Or if I'm a teenager, I might start to embody some of the negative things Mm. that the song is expressing and Mm -hmm. taking it in as my own where before that, maybe my depression wasn't even that bad or my anxiety wasn't that bad, but now all of a sudden I've embodied this artist. Mm. And so it's teaching them like, how do I honor what I'm feeling and honor that this song helps me relate to it? But then what do I do with that? Do I write my own version of that song so I can identify what I'm feeling and what really fits me? Or do I then, after that, choose a song that can uplift me and take me towards the goal that I want to? And most of the time, the kids don't even know where they want to go or how they want to feel. And in these sessions, we learn, well, okay, this is how I'm feeling, but this is how I want to feel. What can I do to help me get there? Or what song can I listen to to help me get there? Or would drumming help me get there? Or writing my own lyrics or doing meditation? So it really helps you to like not just stay stuck in listening to that song. It helps you to move somewhere with it. Yeah. Well, That's just like cool. you said, kind of identify and open up, right? And mm-hmm. really do a little bit of analysis, if you will, or kind of self-awareness right. and identify and then try to create something with it instead of just kind of being stagnant because that's how you were kind of describing it's just like if I'm listening to it on repeat and then you know I'm trying to embody that person that's not you that's that artist right so that's really helpful I think not just for kids but for everyone yeah well and so what else I mean you eat live and breathe this like I'm sure you're just like have so many ideas like do you want to try to like expand on the program like I think you had mentioned that people can contact you like on an individual basis like it so it's kind of like almost like a little preview obviously of like what you could do to delve in deeper with you how can people reach you call email Facebook how (laughs) what's the best way Yeah, so we have a Facebook page where we're posting every day about different techniques and things that you can use. We have an Instagram page that you see the same thing on. I have an email address and a website. The website is getintunemusictherapy.com. My email address is info at getintunemusictherapy.com. So it's long, but as long as you just type that in, you will find it on Facebook, Instagram, the webpage that we have. And that, yeah, we have lots of ideas flowing over here of more things to create and do. We're reaching out right now to apartment complexes, to corporate companies that need team building exercises and more expression for their clients. Mm-hmm. We, like I said before, we work in addiction, mental health, eating disorder realm. But this is just a passion that I've had for a while of wanting to bring this to everyone. And it happened faster than I expected, but I had already been starting to create it. I have an intern right now who is going through it he's my test dummy and it's so cute because he doesn't from what I can tell have much like background in music other than like listening to it yeah yeah and 
So it's been so fun to do it with him because cool. we talk each week about it. And he's like, this was so cool. Or like, <laughs> I can like actually hit and beat sometimes. It's really cool. <laughs> you know, so it's just been fun to watch him grow through it and get to know him better. Because he had originally was supposed to go see sites before this whole COVID thing happened. But now that he can't, I was oh, like, hey, yeah. I have a new project for you. Test it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him, well, that's awesome. Put him well, to work. Yeah, yeah, we'll add all this, all the contact information in your Facebook page and Instagram and everything on our show notes so that our listeners can get connected that way and stay up to date on, you know, what's next for you. We're really excited for them to check that out. And, you know, we hope we'll even add it into our Facebook group and, and hopefully people can, you know, if they start checking it out, maybe they can review and for other families say, oh, we tried it out and here's what we think about it. I think that always like first person reviews, like hearing yeah. from another family, like this is how it helps is often great. So we'll go ahead and do that. And yeah, I'd love that. Of getting as many reviews as we can so that we can tailor it to what people need. We're eventually going to tailor it to like people in addiction or tailor it to, mm-hmm. you know, specific types of needs. So that'll be awesome to have reviews would be amazing. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with everyone and our listeners. And yeah, we're really excited that you are providing this resource that's so needed. And that kind of gives people a little bit more insight as to what music therapy really is. And not this, you know, people tend to fear the unknown. And even though they may like music, they shy away when they see therapy, I'm sure. So this is just like a great like, they're in control and yeah. can just kind of dip their toes in or just jump into the deep end with it. So we really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Marlis. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. And one thing that I think we didn't mention that I wanted to share is that you don't need to have instruments for if you do this program. Yeah. There will be drumming aspects in there. And I say that in quotes because a pot and pan is a drum, mm-hmm. a table, yeah. your legs, your arms, you know, pencils are so it's whatever you have in your household will be more than will oh, work cool i'm sure exactly. there's plenty of things around the house that can that be used. and the kids are probably going crazy already using them as drums and instruments so <laughs> you'll be able to find them pretty easy <laughs> we're so glad to have you on and we'll definitely have you back to hear how all that goes maybe in a few months or so and we hope you guys all check it out we hope you guys have a great rest of your week hopefully you are all surviving distance learning and we will talk to you next week bye